0: Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. Today, I'm going to be talking about planning a software project. Uh, I've gotten some emails on this in the past and uh, I decided to finally do a video on this topic. This is something that a lot of developers need to know how to do. Like, how do you get started? How do you plan out? You know, do you go all the way in depth and and plan it all out from the beginning, or do you, you know, do you ride by the fly by the seat of your pants? Do you, you know, be super agile? What what do you do? So, uh, so this email is from Christopher, and Christopher says, "I've heard from other developers about sitting down and planning out an application before you write a single line of code. To be honest, this is something." I've never done before. Like so many other developers, I'll just create a new project and start working it out as I go. I recently watched Bob Martin lecture on YouTube where he was talking to the audience and drawing out every little detail of an imaginary application, including classes and methods right down to the variable types. I've never really seen this discussed anywhere, and I was just wondering what you think about it and if there is a resource you'd suggest reading. So, Christopher, that's a good question. You know, I think there is A lot of developers that don't know how to get started, like how do you start building an app? And there's a lot of ideas behind this, right? I remember back in the day having rational rows, you know, and having these UML diagrams and planning out these apps and all to the class and variable level. And the whole idea was that you could like plan this whole thing out in UML and then you could click a button and generate all the code and then you'd have your application. And that that really didn't work out so well. It was a cool idea, but it it didn't work out. And the, the reason why is because one of the most difficult things in software development is that you don't really know what you need until you start building it. And that's why a lot of the software development best practices have moved from that kind of waterfall methodology where you kind of do big upfront planning and design into agile, where you're sort of, I don't want to say flying by the seat of your pants, but you know, you're you're iterating. You're you're building something, you're you're seeing, getting feedback, getting input, and then you're iterating your change it and it's growing with you now there's problems with both approaches and I am not an extremist on either side see here's the thing if you're building a simple application you should probably you know have an idea of what you're going to build like you don't just start writing code without having an idea and, and, and you need to plan out like what you're building before you build it you know every, I, I have this saying I say every time you sit down at, at your desk to do work you turn on your computer know exactly what you plan to do right and you should do that every Time you write code, you should know what kind of code am I writing? What am I creating? Am I creating a user interface, and what should it look like? Right. So you got to have that level. But uh, you know, for a small project, you could probably get away. With not planning things out so much, right you know being a lot more agile with you know build this version of the app, you know send it to the users, get some feedback, and then iterate on that, iterate on that, iterate on that don't plan much out ahead of time, don't even know what database you're going to use, you don't even know if you're going to need a database. there's a lot of books uh, on test driven development that, that go through this process, uh, and, and you can see that uh, one good example I mean just just doing test driven development is uh, Uncle Bob Martin. (laughs) It's kind of funny. I'll be showing the, the counterpoint of what he was saying, but he has a book called Clean Code. And in that book, I believe he's got a bowling kata example and and you see how he's iterating through that. There's also, I've seen other examples from him and other developers where they basically, you know, build an app and they don't even know if they're going to use a database or not until they need that requirement. So that's really at the core of Agile. I think probably, uh, you know, another Bob Martin book, Agile Principles, Practices and Patterns in C Sharp. I believe that's the name of it. I'm just off the top of my head here. Another good book. I mean, Bob Martin is just—first of all, he's an awesome guy, right? He wrote the, uh, the forward for my book, Soft Skills and Software Developer's Life Manual, and I really appreciate it. He just wrote like a super awesome forward. I've, I've had the opportunity to chat with him. What's up, guys? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com, and I want to tell you about my free blogging course that you can sign up for at simpleprogrammer.com forward slash Every single developer should do, especially if you're a web developer, you should have your own blog. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it, how to be successful, how to get traffic, everything that you need to know about creating a blog and even making money from it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog to sign up now. Once again, it's simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. He's in my, my how to market yourself as a software developer course. If you, if you're interested in that, uh, but. Anyway, he's, he's a great guy and I agree with him on, on a ton of stuff. So I think, you know, it, again, it's contextual driven. So I don't think that necessarily, I think if you talk to someone and say, should you absolutely design everything up front or should you use a more agile approach, there's not a clear answer to that. So again, getting back to the, the topic. If it's a small project, it's probably going to work like that, right? But if it's a huge project, right? If you're designing, for example, you know, I've worked at companies where we've designed printers, right? Multi-function printers. You are not developing that agilely, right <laughs> I mean you sort of are right You can do some of it, but you need to think ahead of time you've got you 've got hardware you 've got uh, timing constraints, real constraints in the timing because it 's a real time embedded operating system right you 've got firmware essentially that that 's running that that timing has to be done you 've got multiple teams coordinating you can 't just start building the printer right and then and then building on top of that you've got to plan a lot of stuff up. Up front. So it depends on what you're doing and, and where where the balance is, right? The other thing is if it's just a complex system, sometimes that architecture needs to be planned uh, up front as well. I, I wrote an article about this called uh, Mob Architecture when Scrum Hurts, and you can check that out. And you know, my views have changed a little bit since then, but that kind of highlights the problem, which is basically that sometimes when you have these scrum teams, sometimes when you have agile teams, you end up not designing, not having any kind of architecture so you 've got the two extremes that 's the thing here is you know on one end you 've got the people that are super super agile and they don't want to do write any requirements or plan anything up front on the other hand you 've got people that are so so much you know plan every single thing. And then you've got kind of what's usually right is probably more towards the agile side, as much towards the agile side as you can go. That's what you want to do because that's going to give you the most flexibility. That's going to give you the the better product in the end based on user feedback. But you can't always do that. Again, if you're building something that's going to go to Mars, <laughs> right? You better plan a lot of that up front. You can't. You don't have iteration. You you don't have a, the the chance to 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 improve upon it. Same thing if you're building, you know. Software that's going to go in an airplane. You might be a little, little agile, but you're going to plan a lot of that stuff up front, or a spaceship or medical equipment, right? That stuff is going to be more so planned up front. Whereas something that has low consequence for error that you can get feedback quickly, that's going to be more on the agile side. So that's how you determine it. It's, it's not just a black and white answer. It's not just a simple thing where you just say, well, we should just always be agile. You know, there, there's, there's a, a scale there, and, and you got to respect the context. Anything you do, this is something you know. Just as a quick side note here, is be pragmatic, right? You, you, you can't just hold to these hard and fast rules you can have principles that you you don't violate principles on, on how you do things and how you operate but but you got to be pragmatic when it comes to process and technique and even tools and technology right what is going to be the best tool what is going to be the best process what is going to be the best team even or the best approach to get the job done and that's all going to depend on what the job is and all the environment the context the constraints that you have have and, and, and things like that, so anyway I, I hope i've answered your your question. I wanted to give a really detailed answer because this is a question that comes up a lot and and I hear both of the extremes, and I can nod my head and agree, yeah, oh yeah agile agile oh, oh sometimes agile fails sometimes we get, we got a plan up front, and I totally agree, but i don 't hear a lot of people saying that it depends on context, and that 's really the truth of the situation. you just can 't give an absolute in, in a lot of cases here so Anyway, thanks again for the question. If you have a question for me, email me at john at simpleprogrammer.com. I would love to answer your question. And if you like this channel, subscribe. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.